Joseph, she murmured, a look of need flashing over her features. Please marry me. I need you in my life. He melted in that moment, pushing himself into her with a gentle rocking motion. In response to her words, his lips found her collarbone, kissing there with all the tenderness in the world. From there, his mouth traveled up the side of her neck, making her sigh and moan. Her hands were rubbing over his back on either side of his spine in slow circular motions, sweeping down over his sides before rising again along the spine. Her movements were not at all rushed and bespoke the tenderness she held in her heart for him. I am already married to you, my love. I've been married in my heart since the first kiss we shared, he whispered into her ear, which always caused a reaction in her. He was rewarded, as usual, with one of her breathy noises of pleasure and her back arching underneath him, driving her hips into his, which then caused another moan to escape. And, as usual, this changed the angle of their lovemaking, which made his own breath catch in his throat. Together, they were making a multitude of pleasurable sounds, verbally appreciating each other, though hers were far more prominent. He looked into her eyes, which were hooded, noting that she was flushed or blushing for him as he continued to make love to her. Instead of relying on flashy things that merely looked good, he was relying on how her body reacted. Her moans and sighs came easily and never seemed to really indicate where she was in her journey to climax. But he knew her body would not lie to him. If he continued on gently, eventually she would be the one doing all the work, unable to help herself as she became driven by the need to orgasm. They'd been together now for almost two months. She had proven to be an excellent communicator when it came to matters of the bedroom, as it turned out, so their coupling was constantly more and more satisfying for both of them. You've had my heart since before then, she replied, her fingers moving on to rub over his chest slowly as they gazed at each other. He thought she was lying, truth be told, because that's exactly what he wanted to hear and they hadn't known each other as long as it should take, whatever that meant. However, she continued to speak, adding more than he ever thought she'd say just then. I wouldn't have kissed you if I didn't have feelings of tenderness and affection for you already. It may not be the kind of love you can build in a decade of kindness, but it is love. A little zygote of an emotion that has been flourishing since our very first conversation, actually. A smile corked the edges of his mouth, the tiniest gesture, but it drew her eyes to his mouth all the same to take it in. That's when he leaned into her and kissed her, their lips pressing against each other's ever so softly. Inevitably, she moaned again. She made noise like this even when they were just making out. She was the most sensuous creature he'd ever had the chance to lie with, he admitted freely to himself. It seemed like every little movement elicited an enticing noise out of her. They made love like this every time ever since the incident tm. In one of their first sessions between the bedsheets, he'd gone too fast. He hadn't thought it was fast at all, more like average at best, but she refused to sleep with him again for an entire month afterwards, telling him he'd hurt her and she would not allow it ever again. She wasn't mean to him in that month, she simply refused to get undressed in the same room as he was in. Every time they started making out, she'd stop him and say she wasn't ready for more yet. His heart yearned to make it right again. Time healed the wound, it seemed, because after the initial discussion regarding it, she never mentioned it again. No matter how much he wanted to be at the end of the journey, she would leave him hanging for months next time if he ever tried to leave her behind while getting there by himself. He had to learn epic levels of self-restraint instead since she was pure seduction in his eyes. She was beyond beautiful to look upon, she uttered the most delightful noises the whole time they made out, let alone enjoyed the act of sexual intercourse, 
and she knew how to tease him and drive him to the edge of madness. She was a femme fatale without even trying. She didn't even brush her hair on a daily basis. It fell in effortless waves and curls around her face that made her seem like an angel. He felt horrible, learning he'd raped his woman by being mindless in bed. He was listening to the noise she made rather than observing her body's response, it turned out. She made an awful lot of noise at all times, really. It turned out she was far from the end when he'd given in to his own feelings of pleasure. More men, and women, could be served well armed with the knowledge of the fact that this is rape. You cannot force anything, you had to tease it out of your partner. In fact, force was the epitome of rape, no matter what. To make her have an orgasm was to fornicate with her. Unfortunately, that's what he'd done after he completed first and detected she had not. After that, she'd made it quite clear that was never happening again. Thus, if he wanted to be with this siren and hear her alluring song, he had to accommodate her needs. It made sense since she was the one accepting penetration. He could only know how it felt for him, and, as it turns out, sex always felt good, whether she was on the same page or not. He paused the tender movement of his hips to nuzzle her neck while he was reflecting on this mistake that had hurt her in the past. She'd asked him to pause when he wasn't paying attention like he should be, actually, because thinking while fucking is just fornication. That's what she'd said to him. To his surprise, her hips began to move against him, dragging him out of reverie with the pleasure that came from it. A moan escaped him at the surprising action, because he had very little to go on to understand where she was without her body moving. He had to fight his instinct to impale her with his throbbing member, which had been the most difficult impulse for him to quell for his woman, his hips wanted to go on autopilot and seek more of the same. Again, that would be fornication. Instead, he watched her face now as she took over, sliding herself along his erection and making soft whimpering noises as she did so. Her eyes were closed, which meant she was concentrating on how he felt inside of her. She'd confessed that she didn't like closing her eyes before they went to bed for the first time, actually, and it was something she was working on. It wouldn't be long now, he knew, before she had her first orgasm. He placed one hand on her breast, fondling it carefully, waiting for her to open her eyes. He didn't have to wait long at all. Once the first one arrived, there could be an infinite number more of them very quickly afterward. It really depended on the day and how he enticed her, it seemed. He smiled down at her as her eyelashes fluttered. She was so much closer than he'd have guessed, being that they'd only been joined at the hip for just a few minutes now. He wondered if their conversation mid-coitus had gotten her to kick into high gear more quickly than ever before. I ww wanted to tell you sooner, she managed to say to him, whimpering constantly now. He was on full alert as he watched her please herself, biting his lower lip to concentrate enough to stay still. If he moved, he'd found out one time, she could be disrupted. If she was disrupted, then she lost all progress on the build-up. He had to let her get herself there or it got real boring real fast as he held back for what seemed like three times longer. When they discussed it afterward, she'd informed him that was fornication. That talk had made it easier to understand why she was so against the idea of fornicating. It's fucking boring. And, if he did come first and become flaccid, trying to manually stimulate her, she'd bite him. It was rude to race ahead without her, those stronger words also came to mind, like calling himself an asshole for it. His tongue appeared to wet his lips, staring at this vixen suddenly making love to him instead of the other way around. He looked hungry, if you asked her, and she knew it was because making love was an exercise in self-control for both of them. She loved seeing that look in his eyes, as it turned out.
after they'd had one session of true love making, he vowed they'd never go back to fornication. It would be well worth it because it was easier and easier for her to climax after the first one. Not only did he care about her, but he found out that she was a different person depending on if he pleased her or not. He very much preferred the satisfied version of his ultra babe. When they failed to achieve the objective, she would become despondent and lifeless. She wouldn't even speak to him for a while afterward. She wasn't angry, as far as he could tell, just diminished in spirit. I like the way you look at me, honey bunny, she said breathily, staring into his eyes. Now, would you mind moving on to your knees, love bug? She looked up at him with a mixture of pleading, teasing, and her own hungry eyes. He didn't hesitate one bit. She almost always knew exactly whatever she needed every time. His eyes admired her body from the new vantage point and his hands moved to stroke over her thighs. He never tired of looking at her, even if she was more than a little self-conscious about what he'd call a few extra pounds. She used the word fat but it didn't matter to him, it turned out. If he gave into ogling her body, he found it incredibly more difficult to stay in control, so he kept his gaze on her face most of the time. She bit her lower lip and her hands slid down his chest and abdomen unhurried just to slide up her own body to her breasts. He could see in his peripheral vision that she was teasing her nipples as she looked up at him. Watching her facial expressions change as she did these things was something he'd come to enjoy. Like this, darling? He asked, his hips tilting slightly to nudge her after repositioning himself as she requested. He'd found the less he moved at the beginning of intercourse, the better it was for her her excitement levels rose exponentially more quickly that way. Who would say no to lazy lovemaking, anyway? Truly? She nodded at him to answer his question as a heavy moan escaped her lips over such a small movement. She was, essentially, the easiest lay ever, barely requiring anything from him. There were certain things he was practicing at her request but he wasn't ready to use them on her as of yet. It was to his advantage, anyway, because once he was ready to reveal his effort, he would know how well it affected her once they'd established a rhythm. She looked positively mischievous the next moment, looking up at him with a tiny, faux, pout. His heart exploded over that expression and he melted a little when she spoke. Won't you play with me, too? She asked coyly. This part was even easier, he thought, as he placed his thumb over her clit and waited, barely touching the sensitive flesh. Thank you, she breathed. He wished he could bottle that up and save it for later because it was so heavenly sounding, but it wasn't necessary because she did it quite often. Sometimes it made him think of sex even when they were nowhere near the bedroom because, on occasion, she'd repeat it breathily as she got closer and closer to the pure pleasure zone. Once, she'd even half sang those two words as she came for him. He'd been exploring during foreplay and had found exactly the right groove so to speak, and the next thing he knew she was trembling underneath him and vocalizing in an enticing way that was difficult to forget. When they talked after that particular session together, she told him he'd better not try the same exact thing thinking it'd get the same exact response, or she'd whip him into submission. Literally, probably, he thought. He bit his lip as he watched her beneath him now, completely in the moment with her. She was rubbing her clit against his thumb as she wriggled along his cock, moaning constantly as he watched her please herself with his body. Her lusty gaze was centered on his face as she became more and more flushed, getting closer and closer to the fireworks show. And then, it began. She started whimpering fervently, a clear sign she was almost there. All he had to do was stay put in any second now. She screamed and arched her back, shaking visibly as she had her first orgasm. 
Her whole body shook every time, like she never held back an ounce of it. She was like a dream every time, these slow and careful movements resulting in utter ecstasy that would be impossible to fake, especially all the times he'd been privy to it. Honestly, he didn't know how it was possible she'd stayed single for so long if she was like this for anyone else. She wasn't even difficult to get along with right side up, especially for a super fox. Their loss, his gain. She shivered and quivered for a good minute, still moaning long and loud, her very breath pushing her higher and higher into absolute bliss. He was still looking down at her as she lay there, his emotions naked on his face as she continued to experience something that looked entirely mind-blowing to him. If he were to time it, he'd say that it took her at least 30 seconds to process the whole thing. He loved every fucking second of it, too. He had absolutely zero doubt she would be satisfied after this love-making session, which put a soft smile on his face. What's next, angel cake? He asked. They were both foodies, so it was fairly natural to casually call each other something delicious and sweet. It took some getting used to, but he was comfortable using pretty much any foodie term now as a term of endearment. She was not yet recovered from wherever she'd gone, he could tell, so he waited as patiently as he could. Truth be told, he found himself flexing inside of her, which was driving her over the top even longer than usual. If he were to withdraw, she'd pout at him and he had no desire to see a pout right now at all. Not when he could see what was there already, ecstasy. Sometimes he did withdraw immediately because what happened next was always fun. This time, though, he had perfect self-restraint, which he was pretty proud of. Anything could be next. It was impossible to develop an expectation because she loved variety and spontaneity. She might ask him what he'd like best, she might have an idea, or she might have a playful command. No matter what it was, he was going to be able to use his hunger sooner than later to take her to the pinnacle of rapture. He just had to wait for her to get warmed up. Each and every time she reached for the stars, she became wetter and wetter, making it easier to slide into and out of her. Sometimes, foreplay was more than enough, but as often as not, it didn't really achieve the result he would aim for. There was no way to coax her body into performing like that. They had to work together to achieve it and, largely, his job was to just lie still. Come back here, handsome man, I need some kisses, she announced, wrapping her arms around him once he was back in the missionary position to comply. She moaned as his chest brushed against hers, her body fully in the on position now. She became so sensitive that she was bound to come again within minutes. After the second orgasm, she always turned the reins over to him, shooting for a minimum of three orgasms. He never counted them anymore, he did once, but she told him if he ever tried to one-up himself, he'd be in the doghouse for another month at least because. You guess it. It's fornication. Apparently, that was never satisfying to this woman. One might wonder why you'd want to satisfy your woman, and one might also be a fucking bonehead. A satisfied woman was not only a happy woman, which equated to a happy man, but she was far more apt to smile and laugh and be jovial. And get back into bed with him the next day. After several kisses, her hands were on his shoulders, trailing gently along the skin there and up the sides of his neck until her hands framed his face. You've been a very good boy, so I do believe I'd like to know what you want, good sir. She spoke softly, her tone becoming somewhat musical to emphasize how pleased she was with coming all over his cock so quickly. It was true, this time, he'd given in less than on other occasions, allowing her to wriggle and writhe until she reached the first goal post. He thought about it, taking his time, 
staring back into her stormy gray eyes as she studied him. Her fingertips were rubbing over his short beard now, she did that quite a lot, being a texture-oriented individual that enjoyed the tactile sensation. He couldn't complain, really. He had no idea what he wanted to do other than lie still and let her take her fill, quite honestly. Once she'd come once or twice to loosen up, she'd either speed it up herself or ask him to take over however he wanted to. Other than taking a lot of self-control and restraint, it was wonderful, really. I can wait for you to take what you need, lovely woman, he replied. I just need to know how you want me. She replied immediately, saying, Would you lie down, then? She rubbed the bedsheet beside her as she inquired. Hmm. Easy mode, indeed. A few moments later, she had one leg over his legs and was rubbing his chest slowly. He wondered what she was going to do next. Nothing he could think of was out of the question, though being teased by her extremely soft hands was the least likely thing there was, he discovered. She was just as likely to use her tongue as she was to get on top of him. It wasn't quite a 50-50 split, but he had learned not to expect either because he got plenty of both. She'd just as easily go down on him in order to drool excessively all over him so that she could slide along his length with ease as she would mount him expertly. She bit her lower lip as she looked down at her husband. Truth be told, she'd considered him such since the first three-hour conversation that never seemed to want to end. They'd both just kept talking until, finally, she'd yawned for the millionth time and told him she was hanging up because she liked sleep. He remembered she'd told him she'd see him in her dreams right before she hung up, too. She had no room in her life for anyone but her future husband, after all. Most people were simply a disappointment waiting to happen, sadly. She hated that she developed that viewpoint, but the empirical evidence of all the relationships of her life, platonic or otherwise, told her that humanity was not her favorite species. Her fingers found one of his nipples as she watched him, briefly teasing him the same way she'd teased herself just moments before. He made a noise at her, feeling the nerve ending come alive under her manipulation. I think I've decided, she finally said, having had enough of that after a few moans from him. She straddled him and eased herself back onto his engorged member. She was sitting up, staring into his eyes as she rested with his length inside of her. He peered up at her, meat written all over his features. This, however, did not rush her. Her hands found his. She raised them to her face and rubbed her cheek against the back of each, taking her time. She was waiting for her body to become used to accommodating his hardened flesh again. He was larger than was expressly comfortable for her, which is why it was a practice of self-restraint on his part. Every little movement meant feeling him everywhere at once, which sometimes overloaded her senses and it could take time for her to process it. Moreover, if something hurt her on accident, there was a half-second delay between it happening and her response. Nobody could tell the difference between pain and pleasure except she herself. She had no idea how to actually explain that disconnect between her body and brain to him if she had failed to do so with their first few discussions about sex. She put his hands on her breasts as her hips undulated languidly, feeling every inch of him keenly and giving in readily to the desire to verbalize it. She'd come to trust him in the short time they'd been together, so it was becoming easier and easier to find the tempo that would make them both happy. Need flashed over her face as he pinched and rolled her pierced nipples, just like she'd shown him, except for the little spin he put on it himself that drove her absolutely crazy. This time was no different, she leaned forward, placing one hand on either side of his head to stabilize herself. She was staring into his winter sky eyes as she set about making love to him properly, sliding herself along his erect cock earnestly.
She was dancing above him, rolling her hips against his. She made less noise in this position, he found, but she seemed to enjoy it just the same. She would be able to receive plenty of clitoral stimulation from the mere act of rubbing herself against him, she'd told him before. She only needed his touch for the first one, if at all. He smiled at her as he made her gasp out loud, continuously toying with her nipples now that she'd given him permission to do so, by placing her hands on them. Her body was incredibly sensitive, so it was easier for her to direct his attention to her plentiful erogenous zones as she adjusted to the sensations. He did not break the eye contact as he lifted his head, his eyes questioning as he opened his mouth slightly. He wanted to use his mouth to further stimulate her, she knew. She responded by arching her back and pushing her breasts closer to his face, a little smile on her lips. She gave one nod and a nipple disappeared into his hot, wet mouth. She melted again, moaning as he used his tongue to circle the sensitive bud. The more he excited her, the more she wanted to rock against him in long, slow motions that almost withdrew her completely from him, just to sheath him inside of her once more. He stared up at her while his mouth was busy pleasing her, a vulnerable and loving expression on his face. Seeing his eyes shine like that touched her soul, bringing her close to her second climax. Although one good orgasm was just as great, it was only after three that her body truly relaxed and she was completely sexually satisfied until the next romp in bed with her husband. It was a need rather than a want. She wasn't greedy, which is why three was where she preferred to stop. Once in a while it'd be a whole lot more than three, but consciously choosing it would always be left up to her husband. They had decided together. It was beyond easy, sipping hot tea and coffee, discussing how sex should be so that they would both be proud of the results. She stopped thinking completely, giving in to processing the rocking motion that was bringing her closer and closer to the precipice. Her eyes were on him, never budging. He was all that existed in the entire world in that moment, the man of her dreams being a dreamy man. Their fingers became intertwined as she repositioned herself to be perpendicular once more, her hands no longer on either side of his head to prop her up. He relinquished her breast as she did so, their gazes locked like magnets with different polarity. His face displayed his need as he kept still beneath her, the look on his face driving her to climax again. Her eyes fluttered open and shut as her body responded, again, with trembling. She fell forward as she moaned loudly, her hands now on either side of him again as she stared into his eyes up close. Take me, my love. Tell me how you want me. She was panting from the pleasure she was experiencing and he was beyond ready for this very moment, it's what he'd been waiting for the whole time. Her face was expressing adoration, love, and desire for him, which spurred him into action. Without hesitation, he gently pulled her down to rest on top of him and started to pump into her. She cried out in euphoria with every gentle yet powerful thrust, squirming helplessly. She moaned, too, as her chest rubbed against his, and the sounds bled together. She was going to reach the third orgasm any moment now, he knew, because there was no longer a pause between each enticing noise she emitted. The noises escaped faster and faster, louder and louder, making him rock hard in anticipation. He continued to thrust into her needfully, driving her to gasp breathily over and over again. They were almost there. He nuzzled her as he let himself take what he needed, her hips continuing to meet his, telegraphing to him that she was enjoying every moment of their coupling. She started to whimper his name, another sign that she was almost there, and he could feel her wetness spreading messily between them. He exhaled heavily, his hands stroking over her thighs gently as their hips clashed passionately. 
Touching her gently was more apt to achieve the result they both wanted, he discovered through trial and error. She screamed his name this time, shuddering as she came again, pushed over the edge by that alone, it would seem. This was always worth the wait, he thought moments later, grunting and moaning appreciatively as he let himself explode with the pleasure of orgasm. He put his arms around her, waiting for her to become still as she laid on top of him. He could have chosen to continue if he had wanted to, but this was enough. He found himself kissing her hair as he held her. She made little murmurs of happiness, her warm skin pressed to his as they rested. There was silence between them now as they soaked up the afterglow together, completely satisfied with what transpired between them. She was rubbing his face fur again, as she called it, trailing her fingertips over his beard ever so slowly. After a time, she lifted herself enough to press her lips against his again, disengaging her body from his at the same time. She snuggled right up to him when she was lying beside him, one leg over his and one hand on his chest. I love you, she said, her voice soft but steady now. It was, perhaps, the first time he heard it from her lips, but it would be far from the last. I love you, too, he replied gently, smiling happily. He saw she was smiling, too, when she lifted her head to look at him. In fact, she was wearing his favorite smile. It was a smile that touched his heart, worming into his brain and returning to the front of his mind occasionally to lift his spirits. Her secret smile. Ready to go make dinner? She asked him. He nodded and, after several more lazy moments, they departed from bed, dressed, and prepared a meal fit for royals, reheated roast beef with stir-fried Brussels sprouts and asparagus. Or asparagi, as she liked to say to be utterly ridiculous.